You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, episode 25, and it's all about owning your life. Living for something more, having hope in something better, and clinging to that hope can really help catapult you into this future of happiness and fully living life with great intention. So cling to something more, have hope and belief in something greater, and know that you matter. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schirm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Schirm. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. In doing this, it can mean going against the status quo and creating a new path, one that is realistic and brings excitement to your life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a deep subject, one so many of us long for, yet put off, and that is owning our life, taking and creating ownership for our health and our future. It's definitely not an easy one and one that brings up thoughts of selfishness, but I can promise it is anything but that. So today we'll be talking about how ownership can create great health results, even more so than food and exercise, how to make the right choices, and my 10 must-do tips for taking ownership and creating a life you love. But before we dive in, I wanted to ask your honest opinion of how you like Simple Roots Radio. This is truly what makes the show go round. So once you've listened to the show, and if you happen to have one minute to spare, if you wouldn't mind logging on to simplerootsradio.com review and leave an honest rating and review. This really is the lifeblood of the show and helps me to create what you need to live your best life. It also helps other people just like you find out more information on how they too can join the journey and be a part of the tribe of like-minded people on a mission to take back their health. Thanks so much for helping me do this. And now let's get to the show. I want to start by asking you a question. What if the greatest thing we could do for our health was not eat better or exercise, but just have self-love? What if that were true? I mean, the standard of health is really just eat better and exercise, but so many of us are doing that and yet not finding the results that we desire. So what's missing? What aren't we getting? What's not clicking? And why am I stating that self-love is actually better than exercise and food? For the last seven years, I've taken a stance of watching and immersing myself in people who really want to live healthier lives, and yet there seems to still be such a disconnect between what they want and actually getting there and maintaining it. You see, some of us can get there, but it's really about how do we maintain that, and I feel like so many people miss this, and I think it really stems back to why we wanted it in the beginning. And something so many of us miss is really getting to that deep why. And so through the years of trying to figure out what really works and what's the missing piece, I think it really boils down to one word. And it's one word that my friend Michaela, who was on the first episode of the show, talked about. And that's taking ownership. Ownership is defined as the state or fact of owning something. 
Now, you're probably thinking, wait, wait, wait. I do take ownership of my life. I mean, it's my life. It's my choices. It's my decision on what happens and what doesn't happen. And while, yes, that is true, I think there's a little bit different twist to that. It's really taking a valuing ownership. So valuing who you are and taking ownership of that. And this really all begins with self-love. Again, self-love is another tricky subject because I hear so often, well, if I take time for myself, you know, that's kind of a selfish thing. We put self-love and selfish as the same thing. So let's just cut to the definitions one more time. Self-love is defined as a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Selfish, on the other hand, is of a person, action, or motive lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit and pleasure. You see, self-love and selfish are two totally different things. Self-love is really trying to find your own well-being. It's creating that, and it's creating a place of happiness and honoring who you really are. And self-love can only occur through ownership. And self-love is really what's going to help us to take ownership of who we are. So how do we own our health? I believe it all starts with choices. It starts by understanding that we have choices and that to most of us, things aren't just handed to us. And in those rare cases when they are, we still have the choice on how we act. And that for most of us, no matter the situation, whether it's been handed to us or something we've just been given, something we don't necessarily want to deal with, no matter the circumstance, we all have choices on how we can act. Sure, we might not have the choice on whether it's given to us or whether it's not, but we still have the decision on what we're going to do with that. But I get it. It's so easy to roll up into a ball and just question and wonder and guess. But what if we could really get to the root? In most of the cases, I'm guessing in the health world, it's why can't I lose weight or why can't I ever be happy or why does nothing go my way? I find myself asking that question so often. Why me? Why doesn't it go that way? But what if instead of why, we just stopped and we opened our eyes to fully living life of owning what we've been given and choosing to forge a different path? You see, it's all about perspective from here. So let's stop for a minute and think, what if everything we had was taken away? Of course, our perspective of what's important changes, right? So it all goes to pulling back the covers and digging out the necessities taking the focus back and bringing the ownership in, starting with the basics. So it's creating a different perspective. So taking ownership really starts with creating a different perspective of understanding that we're not always going to choose the path that we're on, that we're not always going to choose the things that happen in our life. But what we do have the choice is how we react, of what our perspective is of that situation and what we're going to do moving forward. You know, you might not have the perfect genes. You might not understand why you can't lose the weight. You might not understand why life is going the way it is. But regardless of the circumstance, we can still choose whether we're going to take that positively or negatively. And knowing that the only way we can move forward is through how we act. And through that, it can become pretty clear that our actions add up to change, whether positive or negative. So how do we make the right choices? It's through value, right? Like it's understanding you. It's not what so many of us try, just willpower or rule following or hoping. 
And I believe there's something to hoping and believing and having faith in something. But when we bring in willpower and we try to do this on our own, like jumping on the next diet plan because your friend had success, so you're hopeful it will work out for you. Or believing the only way that you can stick to something is if you have rules to follow. I can promise that over the course of my nutrition education and consulting, I've tried all of these scenarios. But guess what? None of them worked, and especially none of them worked long term. So how do we really do this? How do we make the right choices? The only way to make the right choices is really fully understanding where we want to go and why we want to get there. It's something I do with my business. It's something I do with my own life now is I really try to understand fully where I want to go, what my end goal is. And from that, it's easy to say no to things that sound flashy and like it's going to be the next best thing to get us there and say fully yes to the things that are going to help support us on that path. I can promise there's a lot more no's to this than there is yeses, but those no's become a lot easier when you can fully see and understand where you want to get. So to do this, we have to get to the bottom. We have to fully know our why and take value and ownership of that. But I know it gets tricky, right? Because if we take ownership for our health, for our life, then it becomes our problem. It's now our responsibility and we have no one to blame but ourselves. And yes, I get it. It's easy to blame other people. I want to blame other people. That's why I ask other people to help me make hard decisions is because I don't want to be the one to blame for that, right? I don't want to disappoint. And maybe our fear of ownership, our fear of moving forward really comes from that fear of disappointment. I know this is a huge struggle of mine. I don't exactly know yet where it stems from, but I have this huge fear of disappointing other people and that can even come out in my health. But what I've found through that is that by valuing and taking ownership for the decisions that I do make, for the yeses that I fully support and the noes that I fully commit to, I can promise that in doing that, there's less disappointment because I have more faith and belief in me. And I'm the one that's going to create this change. I'm the one that's going to take action, no one else. So it's important to stay focused on self, you know, of creating that self-love, of creating that space that's safe within you, of fully trusting yourself and taking ownership. But here's the twist. When we don't take ownership, we rely too much on willpower, which always fails long-term. So we have to stop being scared of taking ownership, of not having anyone to blame, and just start understanding that ownership of taking full responsibility for ourselves, of fully valuing ourselves, actually helps us to make better decisions and in the end makes the process of health so much easier, right? Because then it's easier to say no to that piece of cake when you fully support that decision rather than when it's just a rule someone else has inflicted upon you. You know, I I used to hear so often at the gym, oh, I said no to that because I knew Alexa wouldn't say that. Or my little Alexa voice sitting on my shoulder is telling me I shouldn't do that. And while that's all great and well to have that reminder, to have that tribe helping you push forward, what it really needs to come from is you fully saying no to that piece of cake because you simply believe and know that it's not going to help you achieve your goals of health, right? It's not something someone else did or told you you should do. It's fully you wanting to do that. And I think that's a huge difference in how easily you can achieve lasting health. So it's taking ownership. It's fully committing to that. 
And if we don't, then we have one thing to cling to, and that's willpower. And if you know anything about willpower or try to utilize willpower, you know that willpower is like a muscle. It can become fatigued and exhausted and simply run out. So the thing with willpower, it's really great in small and few situations, but over the long term, we cannot rely on willpower. We will always give in if we do. You see, instead, lasting health can only come from owning your life, your goals, your dreams, your health, and it's taking full ownership of that. And so to fully take ownership, we really have to know our why. Why do we want our health? Why do we want to lose weight? The real motive behind it. Not the surface level why so many of us try to pull. And I get it. This is easy, right? It's easy for me to think, why do you want to do that? Well, I want to do it for my kids. Or I have a wedding coming up and I'd really like to be 20 pounds thinner. But, you know, those whys, they're fine. But they're really not a good motivation. There's not a lot of emotion attached to that. So it's digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And as my friend Josh Trent said in episode 22, you have to go five layers deep to really get to that emotional connection, which is really going to give you the why to catapult you into success. If you want to know more about how to find your why and how to dig deep enough to get to that emotional why, something that is going to drive you forward, check out episode 22 where Josh and I actually travel through live on the show, finding my own personal why. So once you know your why and you fully believe that you are the problem, but you're also the solution, you can start to see hard things become simple. One of my favorite quotes by Suman Rai is, if you do not take ownership of your actions, your actions will eventually own you. It's the deal, like everything in life, like our time. If we don't schedule it, someone or something else will fill it. If we don't own and take responsibility for our actions, well, it will add up and eventually we'll be faced with it. But I can assure you, in all of this, it is so freeing to be able to stand for what you want and where you want to go. Sure, there are always going to be lies that creep in. The negative self-talk we talked about in episode 24 will always creep its ugly head. And there will always be obstacles and no perfect moment. I can assure you that if you're waiting for the perfect moment to start, you will never begin. Because there is no perfect moment. Life is a series of imperfect obstacles, but again, it's our choice on what we do with them. So fully knowing and understanding your why and why you want it, placing a value so high on it helps those choices, helps the little obstacles along the way become easy. Seeing where you want to go helps you make better decisions along the way. And this is why ownership is so much more valuable than just focusing on food and exercise alone. I can assure you that that doesn't get us very far. Yes, it's a critical piece of the puzzle, but they're like pillars standing on a foundation. And this ownership is that foundation. Without the foundation, those pillars will eventually crumble because they're not standing on solid ground. Your solid ground is owning you and creating action based off of what you really want. So are you starting to see how ownership in the end can lead to healthy habits without force? The last thing you need to do is force yourself to do anything. Yes, there are some things that aren't easy and maybe we don't like them. Like maybe we don't just love exercise, but you have to figure out a way to attach a positive emotion to it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. 
You can't get a body you love doing things you hate. Now, I know you might be questioning things like I used to hate running and now I semi enjoy it or maybe you even love it. But here's the deal. It's a journey, not a sprint. Things change. Our likes and preferences will change. That's why knowing your why and starting a journey allows you a chance to grow and expand, even experimenting with things that scare you. You have to love the process. You have to create a life you love, and that's the only way you'll sustain it. I can promise that no quick fix, not just doing it because your friend found success or because they have a pile of rules or it's the quick and easy thing to do. It's really learning about you and learning how and what makes your world go round. It's about understanding and creating values so much so that you actually love living your life. So how can we take ownership of our bodies? In taking ownership and creating values and asking the hard questions and moving through your past and into the future, your greatest benefit in living life is going to be asking the hard questions, dealing with your past, and moving into the future to make the best choices in the present. For the present is really where real change occurs. So how can we start doing this today? You know, like that's all good and well, right? We need to take ownership. We need to know our why. We need to find value in it so it makes life easy. Well, I thought it would be beneficial to give you my top 10 list of things that you can do today to help you find value, inspiration, and really start this journey of lasting health. Not the quick fix, not the overnight sensation, but something that can be sustainable and something that you truly love. The first one is to do something every day you love and make it non-negotiable. There are a lot of things in life that are static, that are set in stone, that we can't move, right? I want this to be one of those things, one of those things just like you wake up and go to work every day. I want this to be a non-negotiable. Why? Because doing something you love, whatever it is, helps you to find more joy in life. It's so easy to overrun our schedules and our calendars with duties and tasks for other people. We live off other people's agendas, but it's time to start setting someone of our own agenda. Because I can assure you that if you give yourself more time and you let yourself fully be you, there is going to be more of you to give and there is something that someone else needs from you that you can only give if you're doing things you love. So the first thing is do something you love every day and make it non-negotiable. The second one is to be mindful. Understand how you feel from your emotions to your physical feelings and start focusing on making yourself feel good, even if that means a quick 10-minute walk to clear your head or making better choices at lunch. Being mindful of how your body feels, of how your mind feels, is critical in making the changes that are appropriate for lasting health. The third one is set boundaries. This is one I'm definitely working on. Can be from physical boundaries with certain people or places that make you feel uneasy. The last thing most of us need is to be surrounded by negativity, things that constantly make us or pull us back. Yes, it's great to be surrounded by things that maybe push us outside of our comfort zone, things that are going to create good in our life, but there's a difference between things that make us feel negative and uneasy versus things that are just pushing us outside of our comfort zone. So setting boundaries away from things or people or places that bring up negativity and also setting boundaries on when we work, when we do personal life, when we do things for ourselves, setting clear boundaries and making that known can help you stay on this path of living life to the fullest. 
Number four is never compromise your joy. Life is a series of compromises, but it's time to make a list of non-negotiables for you to experience joy and always remember them and never compromise those things, whether that be exercise. For me, it's my morning workouts. I don't work out hard. They're not always intense, but for me, it's just that time and that space to think and to gather myself before the day begins. I can promise and assure you that if you have those non-negotiables, those things that you love, whether it's a bath every night or reading a book or just taking time to garden, doing something you love, creating white space really allows you the freedom to grow and to expand and to be the person that you were meant to be. Number five is to practice good self-care. Take care of yourself. I know the last few years I've been lost in this caring for babies and toddlers and it's overwhelming and losing sleep. And I found myself in a situation where my health was less than par. Actually, I'm still baffled by the fact at how sick I let myself get. And so practicing self-care has really become a greater meaning in my life simply because I know the importance of it and I know how much better of a mom, of a worker, of a business owner, of a wife that I can be when I practice good self-care. That means eating well, sleeping well, taking time for yourself, you know, doing all the things that make you healthy. So good self-care is critical and taking ownership. Number six is cultivate your routine. We're very much creatures of habit. And if we can create those routines, those things that we never turn from that are healthy, then it makes life easy. Essentially, this is creating healthy habits, right? It's just routines that you do over and over without thinking about it. One of the best places to start is by creating a good morning routine, something that you do every day to kickstart your morning and to start the day with full happiness. Number seven is to take actionable steps. It's great to make a plan, to have goals, and to see a future, but really goals are nothing without an actionable plan. So choose to create a plan, to create steps that you can do, small things that you can do every day that add up over time into big things. Just take action. Number eight is to never underestimate the power of community of living in a group of people who are positive, who love their bodies, who desire the same things you desire. There is power in surrounding yourself and people who are like-minded are on the same path and the same journey. So continue to immerse yourself into those situations to fully live for that and to cling to those and to cling to those people for support and guidance. Number nine is to let go. (laughs) It's easy to bottle up all these feelings of negativity, of things people said in the past, of situations that have happened, but it's time to let them go because if we continue to hold on to them, they're just going to be the anchor that weights us down and prevents us from moving forward. So choose to let go of the past, of the things that have held you back, and just move forward living your life to the fullest, not letting situations to override you. And this is something from someone who internalizes things and who takes things personally and just kind of hides them introvertly. I can foster a lot of anger and it can come out and I can let it linger for days. This is definitely something that I need to work on. But what I'm realizing is by not letting go, by harboring those feelings and clinging to them, it can make life really miserable for a really long time. So letting go of things that really don't matter and are going to get you nowhere and clinging to the things that are going to move you forward. Which brings me to number 10, live with intention and great purpose. There is a reason you're here 
You have great power and you have great purpose on this earth. Living for something more, having hope in something better, and clinging to that hope can really help catapult you into this future of happiness and fully living life with great intention. So cling to something more. Have hope and belief in something greater and know that you matter and that this life you're living matters and you have great purpose for being here. So figure out a way to take ownership of your own life. Decide today that you are going to own and value who you are and through that, watch as health becomes easy. That wraps up another deep show. I hope that through this journey, you aren't losing sight and feeling overwhelmed. My full intent is just to empower you and to help you stop doing things that don't matter and instead start focusing on what does. And that first is living with true joy, fully living life. I know it's not easy to break the cycle of unhappiness, but it can be done one small change at a time. So as I mentioned in the show, the first step in making the right choices and taking ownership is fully understanding your why. The deep emotion that is attached because with emotion comes change. So to help you through this journey of understanding and taking ownership, I've created a download to help you start asking yourself the right questions. But in order to do this, you have to allow yourself to bring up the raw emotions, the real hurt, and the deep pains and deal with them and start focusing on the bright, bright future ahead. From there, we can start to form a plan here in the moment to help make the best choices for you. It makes it easy to say fully yes and fully no. So to grab a copy, log on to simplerootswellness.com slash 025 to help you along that journey of fully knowing your why. And thanks again for tuning in to yet another show. If you like what you heard and want to help make this podcast visible and findable by other people who may be searching for lasting health, One of the best ways to do that is to share this podcast in an email or on Facebook or leave a rating or review on the show at simplerootswellness.com slash review. And if you'd like more information, motivation, and encouragement, as well as weekly meal plans, then log on to simplerootswellness.com and sign up for my daily encouragement loaded with tons of goodies and hacks to help you put this into practice. Again, you can sign up at simplerootswellness.com. Thanks again for tuning in. May we begin this week by respecting and honoring our bodies and taking full ownership of our future. And this all begins with knowing our why and taking small changes daily that add up big over time. Make sure you tune back in on Friday as I have one of the most requested episodes all on creating go-to meals for healthy meals on the fly. My first cooking episode and I can't wait to share it with you. Until then, have a great week.